Hi. Hello. Oh. Oh. Hi. Hi, faggot. Hi, fellow faggot. How are you? I'm <laughs> good. How's it going? Is everything working technically? Technically, yes. I hope so. Is everything working personally? Um, not so much, but Uh-oh. I mean, hey, we're all here, right? Uh, I think so. Yeah. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. Uh, Just okay? Physically, not not great. Getting over being sick, which is really annoying. That's why your voice the last is so few days gravelly. Of, that's why my voice sounds like Kathleen Turner. I don't know um, who that is. Oh, fuck, you're so young. I keep forgetting. <coughs> Never mind. Yeah. You probably know her as, like, Chandler's dad, which is the worst thing ever. Oh. Anyway, whatever. Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> yeah, physically... I'm not good, but mentally I'm I'm better than I've been doing recently. That's good. Because I haven't been texting you any yeah, no warning colors. colors. No warning colors. Which is um, usually a good sign. Or color, a terrible sign. What color? Okay, well, I mean, you've texted me something, so it's a good <laughs> sign. What color was your week? Um, it was... It was... Um, I'm going to say green. Good. Describe for, that. Because uh, it's really literal, but because I was sick. <laughs> um... That's so poetic. <laughs> and I played a bunch of soccer. Yeah, like on some green grass. On some green grass, underneath yeah. some green trees. With oh, I love it. green face. Good. What a good sounding week. My team is white. The, all, all white? The jersey. Okay. No, the jersey. <laughs> I mean, most... Anyway, whatever. <laughs> I was like, I, d- I don't know what to say to it's that. Not. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> and this like is too boring. Sport. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, again, like it's been... Today's been kind of fucked i feel off my game right now but okay. i'm gonna step it up i'm gonna ask you to live in that live in your off Heads. gameness yeah and then I'll just we're all just gonna accept it okay and move forward okay i feel like it's gonna come out how manic i am through this whole series because every th- episode i feel like <laughs> i agree and i think that might be entertaining i'll use that energy <laughs> um yeah school has been really intense i oh, yeah? It's like week two and I'm already behind, which okay. is not great. Right. Um, if anyone from school is listening, just kidding. I'm so on uh, my shit right now. Um, I'm way out of the game. Is there anything I can help you with? I mean, I brought something school. I want to talk about is one of my readings for tomorrow. So I think oh. it'd be good to get your opinion on it. Oh, just briefly. don't forget. Like you keep forgetting that I'm a stupid faggot. Oh, no, I dumbed it down. Oh, thank yeah, you. No, oh my God, it's the, it's the stupid faggot version. That's thank what I have God. in my notes. Oh, you know me so well. Sorry, my cat's eating my homework right now get out of here um great so and then we have another we have a guest coming up later too very exciting very exciting guest today special secret guest we'll just leave we'll just leave that in the universe for yeah. you to drink in yeah just drink um, that all in and um we want more guests and we want more of you to come and tell us that we're idiots yep. um tell us that we're amazing yep. express love express rage um just come and tell your story yeah or um or anything you want, really. So if you do want to do that, um, please email us. What's our email address, Elliot? It is doyouqueerwhatiqueer at gmail.com. It's, um, yeah, that's it exactly is, how yeah, it sounds. Yeah, yeah it is exactly cool. what you would think it would be. Also, yeah. I'm. we should have an Instagram up and running. Really? By the time, oh, by the time this, people hear this. Maybe yeah. a Facebook page. I hope so. Um, so just like do a cute, quick Google search. You yeah, know? Have, have a look for us. You never us. know what's going what's gonna to come out. And if no one hears this, then... Uh, no one's going to hear this. Yeah, I yeah. say this to you every single time. Like, we're literally doing this for nothing. But, true, true, true. But hey, oh, well. prove us For wrong. your cat. Yeah. For <laughs> my cat. Um, okay, okay, so wait. Let's go... Let, what do you, what's your homework? Let's, let's help so, you out. Okay, so um, one of my classes is... Um, it's on cyber feminism. 
um, gender and cyber feminism. <laughs> I'm laughing because <laughs> cyber and feminism, like I don't know anything about cyber feminism. But like I didn't either until a week ago. And it's Great. So, Can also, you, you kind of you, do. You kind of do. Because I like, love Buffy. <laughs> Willow is the original She's cyber a cyber feminist, feminist. Yeah, no, You're right She yeah, is isn't like, she Actually um, uh, You've already helped me With my homework Willow Rosenberg mm. um, No but like You know things like um, Free the nipple You know and I do know free the nipple um, What is it No hate It gets better Yep um, Those would all be considered Oh great Well because they're Feminist campaigns That have taken a digital route Then I am a genius At yeah, cyber and you, Yeah You wrote the textbook For my class um, And also it goes beyond that It really looks at The relationship between embodiment and being digital the tension between that it, it looks at like people who are um post-humanist people who are excited for the future of technology and people who are afraid of it i'm afraid are you actually yeah, yeah what's your fear um i was on the subway the other day i remember that so I was like, and there oh my god yeah, we're yeah, together yeah. sorry yes, I told my mom, i'm telling I told, you a story, story. Of, <laughs> of us yeah anyway we were on the subway one day and there were these three 14 year old girls across from us and they uh were glued to their phones the entire time which probably you're listening to this i'm like yeah obviously you idiot but it was just so scary to me that they were just staring at each other's phones and then they were like sharing each other's phones with each other yeah it was weird but not talking i know just sort of showing i don't know what you sound so old right now yeah fuck it i'm so fucking old don't age shame me i'm goddamn 31 (laughs) all right baskin robbins age i I don't want 30 flavors 31 flavors 31 flavors um um, anyway, did I just get your age wrong. Did I? I'm 31. Yeah, yeah, I did. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry about that. That's um, all right. It's not yeah. a secret anymore. So, <laughs> so that's what we kind of talk about, and uh, the reading for tomorrow I find really interesting because it has to do with my research that I'll be doing throughout the year. Um, it's by okay. a woman named Jody O'Brien, um, and it's called Changing the Subject, and the whole reading tackles like the idea of a digital closet. Um, so she originally, oh. she, she begins the article by saying, uh, there's a statement, there are no closets online. And that's like a huge statement of um, people who are for the kind of post-human age. They believe in agency through disembodiment. They believe in um, queer realities as being able to uh, move beyond gender. Um, and so oh. she's not disagreeing with that necessarily, but she thinks that gender is becoming hegemonized on the internet even more. And there are can you tell me what hegemonized means? Um, like, like there's a there's a superstructure existing of power around gender. So, uh, the whole if you like women who pretend to be men uh, to to not be harassed, <gasps> oh. for example, you know what I mean on online. Because then she gives an example of one woman who it was found out that that she was using a fake gender, quote unquote, and men threatened to rape her violently. Like that was the reaction to it, just for just for not going. You know, like oh not playing God. into gender um, okay. binaries online. Yeah. So yeah, it's really interesting. I was wondering what you think about the idea of a digital closet, like an online closet. Oh. Like, do you feel, do you feel empowered by the thought of shedding Tom as a man? Like, so you are recognizable. Yeah. You know, and you're like. Well, it kind of goes into what we were talking about earlier. Is um, there's this great? I actually I don't know what this has anything to do with it, but I'm trying to connect. Um, with um, the idea of image crafting on online persona. Totally. And so... That, um, that is exactly what she's talking about. Oh, That's okay. like a huge part of it, yeah. Um, I... It just feels so disingenuous to me. Right. I, I like... You know, if anyone's going to be looking at me online, I want... I hope that they see me who I am and not 
something else that I'm putting on. And I realize that's impossible for me to curate myself mm-hmm. because you're always, I'm sure you're always doing it even mm-hmm. with like filters and whatever. Yeah. And like masks in the real yeah. world. Right. Like, like here I am on vacation having a great time in a mojito. I won't tell you about my crippling depression. Yeah. Or the also. 15 Xanax I just took. Yeah, I'm yeah. crying in a bathtub. No, yeah. for sure. Um, that's, that's how I go on vacation. That's <laughs> <laughs> nice bottle of Xanax in a bath. Um, but, uh, but no, but then there's a flip side is like, yeah, you're saying that because you have privilege. You're a white man. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Like yes. you don't you don't need to seek agency in any sort of embodiment, right? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, or absolutely. you don't feel like anyway. So we don't right, just keep right. talking about it. I just, no, 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 no. Thank you. That's very interesting. So and I find another yet another reason for me to check exactly that my privilege to be like mm, I can be whatever I want online yeah, no like, I would never think about yeah. changing and people are like yeah. I get people love me no matter what I do <laughs> it's so goofy <laughs> oh no sorry I just um, put a book on my cat um <laughs> yeah we can move on I feel like this is going to go into an issue I just want to maybe no. keep coming back to this topic think about it for next week because I really I have to write my master's research paper essentially oh, the project God. I proposed is on the idea of safety online queer communities how do we navigate these spaces especially how do youth navigate it so i find it funny that you like saw these young kids using a phone where i like, got scared yeah, yeah like hell in a handbasket you know yeah which i don't think is unique to our generation but our generation are we the same aren't like barely we're I like how long is a generation is it 18 years 20 I years i don't know i don't know I don't whatever know. Yeah. Moving on. anyway we're we might as well be <laughs> um okay interesting yeah um what do you uh, I, w- I wanted to just talk to you about like um, some toxic masculinity that I experienced. It's my favorite topic. Over the weekend. And I, it was subtle, but it's something that I just clocked and I got really angry all of a sudden. And not at the person, not at anyone who was doing it, but sort of at how it's been just really normalized. Yeah, like the and system accepted enables it, right? in our In our queer community, especially within our gay community oh yeah it's so bad um, so i play much. a lot of gay sports and um it comes out it comes out a lot and uh there's a lot of um femme shaming there's a lot of bottom shaming and there's a lot of fat shaming wow these things happen all the time and it is subtle usually do you have like an example is it verbal is yeah it- I, I i do have an example you know if like two men are you know can like holding hands or like if there's a couple then a lot of jokes will be cracked about like what do they do they're two bottoms and like right yeah you know what i mean like it's yeah. just it's meant as an insult i get it i get it it's funny sometimes barely barely like barely. get a new sense of humor yeah but um like i have a good friend who um a number of times he's been told that it's so funny to go back to this online persona that like he he seems really mask okay online like he's he's so mask and then when people meet him He's so, he's so fat, like purses fall out of his mouth. And like, and he's been told this to his face, which is really fucked. Yeah. Like, and, um, cause it's, it's being told to him, like it's an insult. Right. And I've and seen it happen. disappointed probably too, cause they're like, sure. you know. And I've seen it happen. And I, 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 it happened again this weekend and I got a little upset, but I have to say that my friend is such, uh, played it off so well Amazing. because he doesn't respond to it. As it was an insult. Okay. He responds to it as, yeah. Like, right. fuck yeah. Yeah, like proud. like Absolutely. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Of course I'm goddamn gay. Yeah. Like, fuck off. Oh, I love like, that. Yeah, I like to wear my hats backwards, but I also like, you know, fucking to wear wigs under them. Yeah. 
Yeah. But like, it's so annoying the whole mask persona thing. I'm so tired. It's hard. Of, like, it's it's hard in sports. Uh, it's hard in sports because it's imagine. so much of the. The, I'm, I wish a smarter person could talk about this, and hopefully we can have someone smarter come on and talk about it. But email us somebody for the <laughs> love of yeah. God. We're I don't know. Have, I just I want this. I get I get the jokes. It's I get the subversion of identity mm-hmm. and why that's funny. Um, I also find it. I also find it funny when someone is uh, uh, opposite of of what I expect. Yeah, yeah, like an irony, and it's. But um, I don't think there's any room. Uh, we all have to, in the words of Michelle Visage, like we all have to be on each other's team. Fucking preach. We all have to be on each other's yeah. team. Like, Absolutely. don't come for someone who's feminine. That is mm-hmm. ridiculous. Also, like, like, sorry, but your internal shame is showing. Exactly. Like, why is that a fucking problem? You exactly. Know what I mean? And that just kind of makes me sad. Like, and don't come for someone who's like who's not like uh, like um an Adonis, you yeah. know, looking body. Like that's uh, that's absurd. Like, yeah. we're here to celebrate our diversity. Like, stop thinking that a masculine, hard-bodied, you know, white male mm-hmm. is the, like, the, you know, epitome of what we all should strive to be. It's really gross and... Okay, see, I think this is what I meant. I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I said that we were talking about um, identity and how I don't always necessarily feel as though I'm a man, a quote-unquote man. Like, I'm yeah. not, Because I don't agree with the idealization of, like, a masculine body type or masculine persona. Yeah. I didn't really articulate it properly, but even hearing you say no, this, I think it's you like, did. yeah, I I really like... I just I just really like to hear what the community thinks about this, you know? Like, how, how can we work towards shedding that? Because it, it's still very much alive. Oh, it's huge. It's rampant in, yeah. in specifically Toronto, specifically in these, these leagues that I play for. And that's not to say that these leagues aren't amazing. They are. Mm-hmm. It's a great community. It's a community that's accepted me with open arms and that I really thrive in. Mm-hmm. And I'm very grateful for them. Um, it's just one little thing that... I'm just going to keep clocking. Yeah. Absolutely. And when I see it happen, I'm going to keep like, I have to promise myself it's, it's a little hard for me, but I'm going to just keep um, calling it out when yeah, I see it. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. Keep talking about it on here. Keep bringing back. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Well. Um, Sorry. That was really rambly yeah, and probably bored. No, I no, it wasn't. That. I mean, I'm not bored, but okay. it's a bit of a tangent on both. Should of we our invite our guest yes, to, to I think say hello? Should. I think we should. Okay. Well, without further ado, Shane. Hi. How Hi. are you? I'm great. How are you? Great, now that you're here. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Very so excited to have Shane here. He's, I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I can't wait to hear what he has to say about the world and being fucking queer. Yeah. Yes, being fucking queer. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's the most wonderful thing in the world. Right. Sometimes it's the hardest fucking thing in the world. Yeah. Um, That's a good place to start. On the head. Can, we, can we introduce you by asking you, what do you feel about the category queer? What do you feel about the use of that terminology? I love it. Um, I think, I mean, without making a statement that's going to sound awful, to have to say LGBTQQIAS uh, and plus so mm-hmm. on every time it can be difficult Mm -hmm. to have a wonderful umbrella where you can just say I'm queer and I'm proud of it. And yeah, I'm intersectional. There's a lot of different parts in that spectrum. Queer is the right term for me. That's great. I totally, I saw a GIF the other day. It's Tyra, you know, like the, um, the hoe, but make it fashion. Yeah, of course. It's, um, pride, but make it intersectional. Yes. Love it. Yeah. My whole life is intersectional. So I think all of ours are, we're just realizing this now. Sure. Tell yeah. us a bit about that. Uh, well, I mean, I'm 
a mixed race gay man. I'm half black, half white, and I don't love who most people love uh, in the world, the opposite gender. I love the same gender. Mm -hmm. And uh, immediately that puts me in a very unique place, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had to navigate my life uh, not being white enough, not being black enough, not being gay enough, not being straight enough. Uh, and yeah, I think it lends me a very unique voice. I'm so happy to, love that. to have you share this voice. That's yeah, so exciting. I'm totally into that. Okay. Um, we're so we're talking about sometimes I don't like we are trying to stay away from the term coming out the closet because mm-hmm. we feel like without sounding too hokey that we're all constantly coming out of closets all the time. Yes. Yeah. Agreed. Um, I thought I came out when I was really young, but then I realized that I didn't really understand what that meant. And then, so I had to, you know, come out a bunch more times. Yeah. That's it. So. Yeah. That being said, we do understand the agency that is like found through it. I just, you're, you're setting it up as though when we ask for a coming out story, we, we, we see beyond it. Right. That's what you're. Yeah. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm just like, I'm just trying to like, my first question for you is, was there, can you think of an experience or two that, that uh, made you on the road to becoming the queer person you are now? Uh, Oh my God. Um, I mean, if we're talking about traditional quote-unquote coming out stories, I mean, mine was passionate and tumultuous. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I've known Tom for a very long time, uh, probably longer than you have been alive. Um, (laughs) uh, Shane, don't... (laughs) Nope, just joking. I'm not going to hate shame either of us. Oh, I'll do it for you. Don't worry. So, I mean, in high school, Tom was one of the first people who I knew who was openly queer. He was openly bisexual, which was just astounding to me. The only other people I had ever known who were, were, uh, fell into a a realm where, based on the stereotypes that are purveyed by the media, it was like, well, that person is gay. It's like how RuPaul says, child, everyone knew I was gay because I was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, there, And, you know, you grow up with yeah. kids like that who is like, oh, yeah, of course. Uh, Tom was the first person who had the agency to say, I am a person and I am gay, that I knew. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was struggling to learn uh, who I was myself, I mean... I I think we all know when you know that you're gay, it's something that is kind of forming in the back of your head for a really long time before you even know what to say about it, how to put it into words. And then when it hits you like, oh my God, I'm this fucking different from everyone else. It's like really powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, My best friend at the time was a straight boy and uh, I didn't even know like... I didn't know the difference between being a best friend and being in love with someone. I was just so happy yeah. that I had someone who loved me unconditionally. And so when I came out to him, I was like, I think I'm in love with you. And it was a mess of rejection oh, and not getting babe. the answer that I wanted back. Um, luckily, I was in a wonderful drama program mm-hmm. and one of the best teachers I've ever had mm-hmm. like took me aside. Her name was Jeanette. Bless her soul. She's... Bless you, Jeanette. Bless you, Jeanette. She was a fucking... She was amazing. I love it. She, she was an angel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Angel yeah. It was her. really artsy. Um, it was basically like growing up in Glee. Um, <laughs> don't, don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> if dare only we that. broke out into song in the hallways. <laughs> Tom has never, never painted in this life before. Like, it's not like Glee. <laughs> oh no! I, I believe that it was now. Like, it was actually nothing like Glee. I <laughs> wish it were like Glee. It would have been so much more fun. Um, 
Yeah, it, uh, I had a wonderful drama teacher who was able to tell me that, honey, I am not alone, especially mm-hmm. in a place like this. And since, I mean, I can't, there's been quite a few of us who have come out that I've known mm-hmm. over the years, some of whom I expected, some of whom I didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all just grow and we all learn to accept who we are at our own pace. Um, totally. One of the things that I wanted to talk about was how I feel like, uh, because we spend so much of our childhood and our formative years um, hiding that essential part of our characters, it's like we get we miss out on the experiences that straight people have when they are growing up. Right. Um, hmm. Or uh, maybe not that we miss out, but we are causing these like tiny little, or we're being harmed by these tiny little microaggressions mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. every day, like. Totally. You know, the femme shaming, the bottom shaming, the fat shaming. Uh, Just straight up homophobia, too. Like. Straight yeah. up homophobia. And yeah. tons of racism. And tons, tons. of oh, racism. Yeah, imagine God, adding... So imagine being, like, a black gay person growing up. That's ev- dealing with shit every day, I can imagine. Right, from wow. fucking suburban... Housewives. It was, sur- it was suburbia? Oh, it was suburbia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck. Through I'm and through. so sorry. Yeah, interesting that you yeah. say that. So, so you're saying that we need to edit all of this. <laughs> you were making a point. We've so lost a thread somewhere. <laughs> um, you're making a point about not um, being able to have the same experiences. Re- reclaiming lost time, right? Yeah, like yeah, that's exactly what. So we're talking about reclaiming lost time here. Uh, and now that we're growing up, I um, there was a great tweet the other day. Uh, that went viral about how uh, gay men in their 30s are acting like teens because they're reclaiming that lost time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally feel that. As I get older, I realize these are probably experiences I would have had a long time ago if I were right. I, yeah. if I were a straight person living in an easier world. Absolutely. Interesting. So what... Um, um, can you sp- specify some of those experiences? Sure. I mean... Uh, Drugs was something I shied away from when I was younger. And I think a lot of people do, and a lot of people still do. But I think when you're uh, gay in Toronto especially, there's definitely a party scene. There's Mm -hmm. definitely a drug scene. And drugs are getting more popular in this world. Um, I've experimented with some of them. And... Uh, I've realized that maybe there's more to life than just getting high. I used to be a really big pothead um, and, you know, wake up and smoke a bowl and Mm -hmm. smoke one before going to work, smoke one maybe during work, smoke one after work, so on and so forth. Right. And uh, you become a shell of a person and it's, I think a lot of it is putting... uh, Dampening the feelings um, from really hitting you hard, yeah, right? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. There's, I think it's um, a statistic. I mean, don't quote me on this, but that um, gay people, I don't know if it's queer people totally, but I think I know for sure gay men live um, 10 years shorter on average. And right. I've always kind of chalked that up to um, we drink a lot more, mm-hmm. we do a lot more drugs, we smoke cigarettes more frequently. Right. Um, to, 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 to escape a, the pain, right? It's, it's um, a coping mechanism. Yeah, yeah self, coping. self-medicating, right? Um, but it's funny you say that because I had, I had the opposite experience where I, I was so afraid of that. And this is my privilege showing I'm younger than you guys. And I think that even though I grew up in what was at the time small town, 
everything was changing. I think the social milieu was, was kind of yeah. changing. Because um, I was 15 when I came out, and then I got to got to live my teenage years as that you know so hearing you hearing you talk about reclaiming lost time I like that breaks my heart I want to know what that must have been like because I right I don't feel that way I, and Tom and I talked about this before my coming out was like the most privileged thing ever I just fucking yeah. like walked out and everyone's like I love you and I'm like thanks you know what I mean like and it's yeah not the case for so many but people how, well, that's wonderful yeah that that's the case. I, like, yeah I love that yeah <laughs> that, that's an amazing thing yeah. like oh my god if that's really happening then yeah, maybe the no, world is getting no, better. No, no one. Uh, well, very few people who are mine and Shane's age probably experienced that. Yeah, and people five years older than us definitely did. Yeah, exactly. That. Yeah, I'd, I'd say so. For, so it, like, I uh, just to chime in on my lost time. Um, I, I, I needed to come out probably because I am really bad at keeping secrets and was just like, oh, I just need people. like I just I'm gonna run my mouth. Oh yeah, me too. Someone this. was gonna see me sucking a dick yeah. sooner or later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh There's my no god. No way yeah. that I could. And now we all have. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just go to www. <laughs> oh, that was you. Um, yeah. But but so similar. Not it's actually totally dissimilar. I came out and then I looked around and I realized that I was all alone. Wow. So I didn't have anyone. Like all my friends were dating or, you know, hooking up or this and that, and I I didn't. Because yeah. there was no one around. Like, the internet was, uh, you know, there were no apps of any sort. There were no, there were no, there were no dating websites. You had to wait for images to yeah, load on like, a web page. None of these was... things happened. Like, you only met someone if you were introduced to someone. Yeah. Right. Do you know what I mean? That, and that was the only option. And so, when I was in grade nine, I was like, oh, fuck. Like, what did I, did I just, like... Mm-hmm. Did I just cage myself in? Shoot myself in the foot? Yeah, and yeah. I, it's kind of what I did. So wow. then I was like, you know, bisexuality. Like, I don't really know what that means. And I, I you know, I still feel like a part of me is bisexual. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am you've fluid. you've mentioned fluidity. Yeah, fluidity. Before. But uh, a part of that was, in high school for me, was opening up opportunities for myself. Because mm-hmm. I couldn't have them with men. So I was sure as hell going to have them with somebody yeah <laughs> with Ultron I mean that must have been wonderful I had no personality in high school I was <laughs> <laughs> I find that hard to believe for some reason oh Shane was very quiet you oh, were really? very um introverted oh yeah I, yeah I was so unsure of myself um yeah. yeah I found it hard to connect to people and I mean maybe sometimes I still do uh but I think as you grow up you learned that a lot of people struggle to make friends um, yeah. and that it's yeah. just a matter of putting in the time and then it yeah. actually, it turns out that we're usually in the same boat. I mean, like you did have a few few things that people had to get past first. You know what I mean? Like you had those extra kind of speed bumps to friendship, I guess, when it comes to Yeah, you become queer. a little cautious, I guess. Yeah. Um, so making up for lost time, like on the vein of that, do you feel like you're doing that? I do, um, and I'm having fun doing it. And does it feel empowering? Uh, it does feel empowering. That's great. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I I have met so many people in the past five years, uh, and these past five years is when I've been most proud of being gay. Right. And uh, it's just been a matter of putting myself out there, going to events yeah. and saying hello and maybe actually talking to that person at the bar that would have intimidated me 10 years ago. Yeah. Right. That's, that's so amazing. So you're finding like pride and power in it, you know, like you don't find it all. Like it's, 
like you're not ashamed that you're reclaiming lost time. It's no, I'd, I'm not ashamed. I, I'd rather do this now than never do this at all. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I've slept with so many men. It's been wonderful. Like, good for you. <laughs> good for Get you. it. Yeah. yeah, you deserve a round of applause. <laughs> thank well, you. Thank and you. then, but you hear these, you um, see these articles. A coworker of mine showed me an article the other day about, um, you know, a gay man who was 84 who just came out of the closet and mm. he doesn't know how to. He doesn't have time left to reclaim that. That time. makes my heart break, but also feel and so warm. Yeah, and sorry, happy. I, like, I worded that like really negatively. <laughs> yeah, you just went to the heartstrings like on I that really one. This poor bastard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but actually, it's probably quite a lovely thing. Yeah, he experienced. Um, it's a bit of both, right? I yeah. mean, that man is finally comfortable saying it, and there's only so much time. I mean, I hope he reclaims his lost time like there's no tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> Let's hope he's reclaiming it right now. <laughs> Absolutely. It's Demarks. Um, yeah, so also you'd sent us uh, you'd sent us an article kind of in preparation for this. Not that we did much preparation for this, but I was wondering if you'd want to talk about that at all, bring that to the table. Yeah, sure. Um, the article is called The Epidemic of Gay Loneliness by Michael Hobbs. Uh, and uh, to summarize it terribly, uh, he talks a lot about how uh, gay men uh, were... It seemed like there was... a an epidemic of suicide among gay men throughout the years. Um, But when they looked closer at the research, they realized that uh, it's more of what they termed a syndemic. It was uh, multiple factors contributing to uh, this problem. Like syn, S-Y-N. S-Y-N-demic. That the factors of suicide and mental illness uh, and... Um, poor access to uh, services for uh, finance and mental health um, and a number of other factors contributed to gay men performing lower in a number of areas mm-hmm. uh, in like, you know, however you want to It's just funny how life. commonsensical that seems. You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, of course. Totally. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah. And some of yeah. it, and a lot of the article talks about how gay men experience these microaggressions every day or mm-hmm. yeah. throughout their entire lives and uh, we're learning to cope with them. Uh, but as we grow up, we realize, or it's as if we've been through a trauma, whether we've actually been through a trauma in our lives or not, you know, right. like combat trauma, uh, gay men are showing signs of PTSD the same way that someone who's coming back from war is experiencing wow. PTSD. Um, because you've been living a whole life uh, trying to act normal, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're actually doing harm to yourself for that entire time. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, like, it's so traumatic in the sense of, oh God. if you look at the system of even, like, sex education, like, things things that you take to be, quote-unquote, objective, and you're learning it as a kid. And I just remember sitting there knowing that these things didn't apply to me and thinking thinking how, how I was getting robbed of something that I felt like I should be knowing, you know? Because when I'd come to terms with myself in high right. school... Uh, we never I didn't know what gay sex was I didn't know no, how to even talk no about gay idea. sex like, no I didn't know let alone imagine if I was fucking trans and I felt like I oh, you know what I mean like needed yeah. to change my body oh no my one yeah. talked about I do they even talk about that in schools now uh, I don't know we're in the it. middle of a big fight about it how is there even a fight about we're it people are so fight about it. fucked it's, it's actually quite devastating uh, so there's a I don't know if you guys know but there's pink day yeah 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 I remember that ever April 8th or something um, where um, kids are supposed to come wearing pink, anti-bullying. The curriculum is undergoing a lot of change in Ontario, as it always is. Mm-hmm. And the sex ed curriculum is something that's been released. And I, like, say what you will about, 
premier win, say you w- what you will about Ontario, Canada, this sex ed curriculum is first class. Like it is Amazing. excellently done. It is superior to it's the it's the curriculum that the rest of the world should be looking at right now. Finally, because it's everything. Like it encompasses everything. It talks about trans rights. It talks about gay sex. This and that. Um, and people are protesting it so fucking hard, and I want to cry. So parents keep their children home. You're a bad parent. You are You're not parent. Canada. Yeah. You are not Canada. Yeah, absolutely. Fuck. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So about. you have um. I just want the gossip now. Okay, you so... Like, you have a partner. I do. Yeah, and how long has it been? Uh, we've been together for nearly 10 years it's now. Congratulations. Thank you no, very much. Awful. I Reverse congratulations. For <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it myself. Uh, we're still very much in love. Oh, love does <laughs> exist. It really I'm does. I don't think that it doesn't, but... Uh, well, no, it changes, this. and oh. it's work. Like, relationship is always a work. I and don't like work. No, that's I don't either. But somehow this is something I've put my life into, mm-hmm. I guess. Wow. Um, and it's working out well for us. Like that's amazing. we've really grown up together. We were so young when we met, mm-hmm. and so you were what twenty when you guys met, or tw- we were twenty-one when we met. Uh-huh. Um, and I mean, we've been through serious illness and families. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was deported for a while because he's what? American and didn't do his paperwork properly. Oh, Holy fuck. as one would do. <laughs> right, right. F- fellas, always sign the paperwork before you send it in. Um, <laughs> That's a great word of advice. <laughs> That's what happened? No, no. <laughs> I wish it were that simple. Uh, fellas, always send the paperwork in on time. Um yeah, we lived apart for a year and a half, and we started exploring an open relationship, yeah. uh, and we've kept it up since, uh, which is also something that continues to evolve, and it keeps us honest to our relationship, and sometimes I feel like we have a stronger relationship because of it. Uh, we are forced to talk about everything, right. uh, like the hard stuff and the good stuff, uh, no pun intended. That's great. And I think, uh, I don't taken. know, like, I, um, can I talk personally? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Elliot and. Oh, also, you want me to talk? Yeah. No, no, I'm just saying, like, Elliot is also in a lo- very long term. Yeah, so we were dating when I was 17 and he was 19. It's been six years now, six and a bit. Um, wow. And we're not open, but I don't believe in monogamy necessarily. <laughs> I, I don't personally feel comfortable with i don't disagree with but i don't personally feel comfortable with um having sex with people without him there um like even even if we're gonna hook up with people like different rooms makes me uncomfortable i thought that's just the way that we've uh, set our relationship yeah but i also think that it's made us stronger and i don't think because our thing was like if i was so young my cat is grooming tom she thinks you're disgusting (laughs) or she knows you're disgusting she's trying to come on to me (laughs) (laughs) i mean you are fluid right <laughs> what have Men, you indoctrinated women, this cat into? <laughs> Some cute bestiality banter for everyone. Trisexual. Um, nope, nope, that's not funny. We need to edit that right out. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to. I'm sorry. It stays. It's nope. staying. Nope. Oh, no, um, this is not a democracy. <laughs> oh, it definitely is. Um, yeah, so, like, because I was 17, I didn't want to hit that point when I was 30 and be like, I've only you know, had sex with, so, like, with one or two people, it yeah, feels like. Exactly, right. exactly. Um, so, yeah, I totally get that. Yeah, totally feel that's that. where we came from, and it's cool. Fine. And my third, uh, the third point is for me, which is I can't imagine either of those things. 
only because you can't um, imagine someone loving you for that long. Oh my god, I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh, shame. Why do you? Even, Why did I forget my fan? <laughs> Why do you even like? <laughs> fuck! This is the end of our friendship. <laughs> it was a great podcast. Yeah, and we made no, it to I episode mean, like, three. Right? What I like about—I mean, okay, yeah, you, I get the point. You guys are in you six think I broke Tom, <laughs> and I'm devastatingly lonely. <laughs> oh, no, my cat's right behind you. It's okay. You were just getting a bath. Yeah, <laughs> but like I. My values are uh, are are um, values. Is that the right word? Yeah. Or the way I approach a relationship is different. I I want. Yeah. I want. I'm 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 very jealous, and I, you know, mm-hmm. as it is. And okay, but here's the thing: is like that if, traditional? Is that too traditional? No, of me? no, I don't no, know. no, no. If yeah. if you asked 17, 18, 19 year old Elliot, I would have said, absolutely not. You know what I mean? Right. Like everyone, keep their hands off. I won't do that. And right. it's it's. It's not a decision as much as it is like a natural progression because um, you're so comfortable, right? Like, like right. this person becomes your home, and so and do you think I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you, but do you think it is a natural progression? Oh, sorry for us. I, I oh, yeah, yeah, it. yeah. It, it was for our relationship. Um, I don't think it would have worked if we hadn't. And you was know? it for you too? Jane? I would say the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think it has a lot to do, to do with us being young too, you know, like Yeah, exactly. Or I mean that definitely played a big part in yeah. it for me. Like um, I'm just a psycho and I would think that oh, if you know, if we're hooking up with someone else or if they're out with someone else, then like what if they love that person? What if that person like you know, wins them over? Mm-hmm. I mean, truth talk, I've had this conversation with friends about my relationship before. Right. Um and I think that's uh that was a hurdle that I um, wasn't expecting to run into, but I overcame uh, through like f- talking it out and figuring it out and, and realizing. Like, doesn't, it, doesn't it make you feel more in love? Because because now you can be like, no, that app, like you know that's not that's gonna not happen. what's going to happen. Right. You know yeah, I, mean? I we've been there. Like we've been with people who we felt really intense loving connections with, mm-hmm. but we always right. come home to each other mm-hmm. and we're always happy to be home with each other. I wonder if it's my own securities. Um, my own insecurities coming out because I know how maybe fickle I can be and how attracted to the next sparkly thing there is for me. Right. So I wonder if I'm putting that on, like projecting into projecting a that onto my partner too, to, to always think that they're always looking for the next sparkly thing too. Totally. And I don't think that you're alone in how you're feeling. Like no, a lot of people have not. voiced that. Oh, you know I, d- I, mean? yeah, I, d- like, I definitely. I mean, obviously not. not. We live, we live in, in a serial world. Me. Yeah. Culture. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Earth. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I, I think it's weird. Even like I was hesitant to even bring it up on this podcast because I. Thank you for opening up. Thank well, you. And you too, Shane. Well, yeah, you helped me. You helped me open up. Yeah. I just don't like the way that it makes... I don't like having to explain it. And I think that we live in a right. world where you still very much have to explain Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Um, and I'm not insecure, but I don't like that it cast out in our relationship in other people's minds. But I mean, fuck what everyone else thinks, That's, right? Yeah. Like, but, but, but yes, thank you for addressing that. That's so true. Like mm-hmm. there is a stigma around it. As yeah. Of like, oh, couples who fool around aren't... aren't Happy, and like I'm not spiteful by nature, but just you fucking watch. You know what I mean? Like it also lights a fire <laughs> under my ass. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Call me yeah, in 15 yeah. years when I'm happy and you're alone. Yeah. <laughs> Are you talking directly to me? I, I think I was. I, very looked, I looked directly at you. <laughs> fucking, I hate you, but I really just hate myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, it's also 35 degrees in yeah, this house right now. And I'm <laughs> very. I think very that's the sweaty. reason why I'm sick because it's fucking 32 degrees at the end of September. Like it's September, can we not? It was the hottest week of the summer this week. My sinuses are stabbing my. I'm sweating all over your fucking futon. I wonder why I'm single. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, a lot of people are into that. You haven't found your right crowd. <laughs> I don't want that crowd. <laughs> you Just joking. S- I'm open, inclusive, fluid. <laughs> yeah, don't sweat. Sometimes that is shame. I'm, yeah, don't. Yeah, the crowd right. finds you, not the other way around. Sometimes yeah, that's true. No, not in my case. I usually find the crowd. Um, oh. Wow, we really digressed there. Yeah, we did digress. What are we talking about? No, we. I, I love this. Like, I, I'm glad we fell into this nature of open relationships and what it means and but yeah. the stigma around it. Because I think it's a big thing. Because there are a lot of couples who are, and the can the um, majority of people might think that it's that it, they have a negative connotation with it. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, I think it also also comes back to th- um, I mean what we were talking about earlier the idea of reclaiming lost time. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Totally. Yeah. For right. me, uh, being in an open relationship means that what I didn't experience when I was younger is still accessible to me. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much freedom and power in that for sure. I, I feel like also a huge part of it is like, um, I, I don't want to have to measure my queer relationship against any sort of um, like framework. Like I don't, you know what I mean? Like I was raised in a heteronormative framework of relationship and, and everyone always looks at, queer relationships against that where they say like right. who's the man who's the woman you know what i mean even like top and bottom top is a very yeah, yeah. very heteronormative framework to project it into so i'm just like no fuck you i don't want to have to explain it and no fuck you you don't need to know you know what i mean yeah, like my relationship doesn't need stand posts or... yeah yeah don't 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 put yourself in my shoes right you know, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, no, that's amazing. Thank don't you for project saying it. your own. I'm sorry if I put you on the spot there. Oh no, no, it's okay. I'm more worried about my partner. I don't know how much he'll. Oh well, we can fight about that later. Yeah, we can fight about it. Then. <laughs> <laughs> <For sure. laughs> it's going in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you have no say. He's literally probably listening right now. She's slow shaking his He's head. He's such a room. bottom. Nope, that was total, that was the <laughs> joke that cut. took yeah. us yeah. all out. Yeah. Like, that was supposed to be. Let's shame him for it. Was, oh boy. <laughs> Every time I think we're going to go back to something, it just digresses again. Let's talk about Toronto. Um, how do you feel being... Do you identify as gay? Or is that how you would... Uh, like, yeah, gay or, or like queer. Queer, yeah. I'm yeah, comfortable queer. either way. Um, how do you feel about being queer in Toronto? Uh, I think uh, it has great moments and has uh, some negative moments. Um, the scene can be really fun. There's a lot of different scenes that you can experience here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a lot of uh, friends doing awesome work. Uh around queer art scenes specifically focused uh, or targeted towards uh, black indigenous people of color. Amazing. Um, and wow. these parties are so much fun and they're unlike uh, anything else that's going on. They're not your average circuit party or your Friday night at Woody's. It's like something really new and exciting. That's amazing. Cool. Yeah. Um, on the flip side of that, that comes out of uh, these same people not feeling welcome at the established uh, mm-hmm. venues and events, uh, so they've had to make their own, uh, their own venues, their own events. Their like own it shouldn't scene. be necessary to find that, right? Like you shouldn't no. have to. But it's amazing that it's there. That's... It is amazing that it's there, and mm-hmm. so it's one of those things where it was born out of necessity, but we're lucky to have it. Totally. Um, That's wow. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I don't really know much about A good portion of the money raised goes to uh, community organizations that are doing positive work for um, people of color and queer youth. Cool. Um, and I th- and it changes uh, pretty often who they donate that money to. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, they uh, Rude Collective, I'm going to give a shout out on air because yes. they throw some awesome uh, art parties. You say Rude? Rude Collective. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool. Um, Tom, let's go to one, can I, we? Absolutely, I'd love to. We'll talk about it after. Yeah, totally. Um, my, cat, um, my cat's cleaning her pussy behind you also. So. I don't... I mean, a self-cleaning pussy is pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, what else, um, what, what do you like to do in the city? What's your fave? Uh, well, my favorite spot in the city is probably Hanlon's Point Beach. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, Preach. Yes. I, love I just it. love sunbathing nude. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. nothing like it. And we're so lucky that we have a place that we can do it in Canada, let it's alone so in the city. Yeah. I'd love it too. I'm pretty sure I saw my boss there one day though, which was horrifying. Oh God. But... No. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. You called me. I was freaking <laughs> out. I was freaking out. Um, but yeah, no, I do. It's doesn't even feel like Toronto when you're there. Right. It's like, no. you just get away for the day. Uh, that is probably my favorite thing in the city. Cool. Otherwise, I I'll feel like Tom, you'd hate that. You hate being naked, right? Isn't that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you hate showing your penis to people? I thought. <laughs> I, I heard it was the opposite. <laughs> Listen, I am what I am. <laughs> it's complicated. <laughs> but do you feel okay? So. Um, Hanlon's is obviously a place that you feel... It's a safe place for me. It's a safe place. Yeah. Right. And do you feel that there are... are um, do you feel that the city of Toronto or specifically the village are those safe places for you? Is there some places... Because we're like a theme that's sort, that's sort of coming out of what we've been talking about this last few weeks is that there might be um, some part of, of Toronto's gay community also also gay community that is um you know elitist or racist or yeah. racist or fat shaming i'm hating poor shaming fat shaming like yeah just the nasty side too. Yeah. Nasty, yeah right and and i feel like if uh, just to think psychology if 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 you know i've always been put down my whole life that's all i ever know so now that i'm if i'm out and i'm a gay Gay man, I'll find someone else to put down. I don't know. That's a really no, negative. No, I think thing that makes say. sense because sense. If, if power is taken from you, or if you feel powerless, um, so many people turn to take the power away from someone else. Right? Yeah. Like that is how. Yeah. Uh, they also talk about this in that article that we uh, mentioned uh, earlier. Uh, how the bullied become the bullies. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's a it's a power thing. It's finally having that power that you didn't have when. Do you have any experience with that? Uh, bullying, um, I mean, light microaggressions, mm-hmm. I, I mean, light, being called faggot by groups so of light, kids. Like, yeah, right? Yeah. right. It's, it's traumatizing in its own way, but um, no one has ever physically harmed me for who I am, thankfully. Right. I was being um, sarcastic, by the way. The faggot. Okay, good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Didn't look that landed. <laughs> um, sorry, continue. Um, uh, Toronto, I think, is a pretty safe place mm-hmm. in the grand scheme of things in this great wide world, but it has a long way to go if we want to live up to the ideals that we certainly say we have. I love totally. that you say that. That is perfect. You can't get complacent, right? Like Exactly. Just because it might be good, and it's not even good for everyone, it's 
good if it's for good a for handful you or, of, you know yeah, what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like just cause you have it easy. Um, I think that's also what we, we're, we keep trying to frame with privilege is that um, as far as the great spectrum of things goes, Tom and I are pretty privileged. And so um, like, what do you do beyond that conversation of saying, yes, I have it. And yes, it's um, unfair that it's not shared. So how do you, you know what I mean? Like, how do you go you about You call it out in other people. Yeah. Um, you have to be conscious of it and maybe think, are there ways that I can uh, ease the burden for someone someone else? Mm-hmm. Uh, whether that's like donating time or money yeah. to Stop saying effort. faggot to everybody. Stop, <laughs> stop calling everyone a faggot. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're reclaiming that word. Right. No, for us, we can, we can say that. Um, um, I have some friends who don't quite get it, and me too. I'm still, I don't know how I can teach them, but I just keep on dropping the p word and hoping that it sinks in one of these days. I do this but. really bad thing where, <laughs> um, if my friend, if it's my, if someone I know says something that is so stupid that it hurts me, I cut that person out, and that's you know. the opposite of what I should do. I should help educate them. Well, but I also sure, have a rage problem and I just yeah, don't want to tell them I, to fuck off. I'd rather yeah. just walk out of the yeah, room. You know what I mean? Problems. But like, yes, you do do that. I, I don't. Yeah. Um, you're very, um, you're very good at seeing the good, you know? Well, I'm very good at seeing the opportunity. I get it. Yeah. Like I don't, I don't like writing people off cause I really do feel like in instances, like there is good in people. You just have to find it. Like, of course. I don't know. I feel like, People will get it if you just keep keep gnawing at them. I think your way is the right way. I really having do. Having the conversations, being like, okay, I don't necessarily agree with what you're saying, but here's my point of view and just keep bringing it up and keep giving them examples. And here's the education, right? Because I, I mean, this might be um, like self-assured of me to say, but I like to think a lot of my beliefs are are taken from facts. You know what I mean? Like are, mm-hmm. are taken from things that, I, that have some sort of grounding that could use in a debate or a conversation, you know? Um, like for intersectionality and... But it's just so tiring to to tell people not to be racist. Like, it's 2017. Yeah. Like, I'm so tired of I saying know. that, you know? I know. Yeah, it's a tough battle. And, I mean, some people have to fight it every single moment of their lives. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm lucky in that I have light skin for a person of mixed race. I really right. blend into the background. Um, right, and right. so I get to avoid a lot of these microaggressions. But I see it happen to some of my friends who are people of color and... Uh, all I can do is uh, be, is stand up for them, uh, is be yeah. there and show up for them, and you know, yeah. ta- and say no, that's wrong, that's mm-hmm. not right. When someone ca- claims reverse racism, just like you know, laugh at them. Yeah, or, yeah. Know, be like, well, that's please, not a thing. For please, us. no, that's not like, <laughs> yeah, shut up right doesn't now. Doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't just make it exist. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to find a positive here. I'm like, oh yeah. To- so we like to end like obviously. Um, you listen to My Favorite Murder and so do yes. we and we love mm. it and they have started um, ending, ending with a positive, with a positive mm-hmm. thing so if there's Shane if there's anything silver lining Elliot you two any positive nice thing um, that's happened you go first if you have one uh, no go first I <laughs> there's no positive no. yeah there no I didn't have I just need to think about it answer this question <laughs> I keep thinking of negative things that happened that somebody did something positive to. That's uh, I'll take that. Um, so there's this there's this um, I don't know how timely any of this is because Tumblr like it all that doesn't have a timestamp or anything. But mm-hmm. this guy 
I don't know how to say her name. Is it Tommy Lauren? Tommy Lauren? Yeah, sure. Oh, that fucking yeah, that fucking yeah, that horrible God. person. First, did you guys see the, the one where she asked what, what like what did the KKK really do? Oh God! Like, did oh, you anyway? God. So um, this like he pretends to be a fan or whatever, and he like asks her to take a picture, and it's not a selfie, it's a video, and he goes, "How does it feel to be a racist piece of shit?" <laughs> and the look on her face, <laughs> A she doesn't deny it. She just like keeps smiling and like walks away, and it's just. Like, not all heroes wear capes, you know. It was, so, it was so good. I didn't say that. That was the that was the comment on it. So thanks for laughing. That's great. That. Yeah, that's mine. That's a good one. That is wonderful. Fuck that bitch. Fuck that bitch. I shouldn't Honestly. say that. Fuck that bitch. Yeah. Whatever. Fuck her. She's terrible. Oh, oh, because of the word bitch. Yeah. Oh. Whatever. Oh, I mean, her. I yeah, I do She's like that fucking. Word. Cunt. Yeah. <laughs> is cunt better than yeah. bitch? <laughs> Can't call her bitch, but you can definitely call her. <laughs> oh, I think She's it's warm. Fucking bag. What's that? <laughs> fucking bagpipe. She's a bagpipe. She's a bagpipe. Yeah. She's a yeah. Bagpipe. Yeah. Um, aren't we just like the hateful left right now? Aren't we just like the violent? We're what like, the right warns us about. Yeah, absolutely. Just look in the mirror. Um, I'm trying to think of something. Shane, do you have one? Um, I just joined Toronto, one of Toronto's gay men's choruses, Forte. Um, I'm very excited about that. Wait, what is it? Uh, Forte, Toronto's gay men's choir. Oh, choir. Sorry, I missed that. Yeah, sorry. I might have called it a chorus. (laughs) Oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. I thought I said course. Um, That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about that. Do you like have performances? Uh, There will be. There are, I think, four... uh, scheduled performances a year and then they do some mini performances in between email us we'll do there's a cabaret in october can you sing I can sing a little, yeah. Do you want to sing a little something? Oh my god! Right <laughs> I'm just now. kidding. I'm not oh going to do that. We were in that musical together. Uh, oh my god, we Crazy were. For you. Yeah, we were. I did so not cute. have a singing role. Uh, not I. But I was the villain because I'm always typecast. Yeah. <laughs> Twirling his mustache. Yeah, I'm shocked. Yeah, the non-singing asshole. Is <laughs> and that never and changed. And was like that sweet cowboy that rode into town. <laughs> weren't you? you were, I think. You? Uh, no, I was. I think I was also a chorus in that <laughs> show. Was as Tom's well. fantasy yeah. that you're a sweet, a sweet cowboy. <laughs> oh, that was, was being written. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit um, What's my positive thing Oh fuck um, Fucking fuck um, When I, you're I, thinking I I'm gonna take oh, oh no go ahead I just have one One more bad thing That I just wanna talk about Really fast <laughs> Really fast, fast. Um, Just um, There's someone Who's photoshopping Celebrities of color To be white So we need to Shut that down no. As soon as we see it Oh my god <laughs> Yeah, yeah literally. That's just so absurd I know I saw it on I saw it on Tumblr And this woman Like literally Is spending time Doing this And it's like oh. it's. I think it's in Spanish But it essentially says Like oh I love Rihanna Like she's so beautiful But it's a picture Of her photoshopped oh, White with blue eyes no. And like other um, Like people of color <laughs> yeah, On the side yeah. Oh that reminds me Of that Toronto Star article about the rosé that you should pair with 12 Years a Slave. Did anyone hear about no. that? What? Oh my god. It was like, try our wine, our Tiff wine picks and one of the wine picks was this French rosé and they're like, uh, try this light, crisp rosé. It really matches with the very heavy mood of 12 Years a Slave. No! no <laughs> and oh. it printed! They no, put it in the paper! Serious. How did that get past editors? Oh, like, I really... Up, so. <laughs> All, oh my god. Hilarious um, and terrible. <laughs> and, yeah. 
Um, That's why I should put away the rosé and the 12 years of slave. That's not what <laughs> we're going to do after I that. mean, maybe think of a different pairing. Okay. A Pinot Noir yeah, would be a little more appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Can we keep that? <laughs> Whatever, Shane. Yeah, just for, you. just for you. <laughs> I didn't give my last name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, well... You know what? My silver lining was that. <laughs> Can I just say that? Yes. That's <laughs> allowed, but only this one time. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Uh, well, Shane, thanks for being <laughs> yeah, here today. Thank amazing. you for having me. Yeah. This was so much fun. Yeah, it was. This. It was really nice to meet you, too. It was really nice to meet you, too. Um, I'd like to hang out again. It's not nice knowing either of you. I mean, we it's been an ordeal. Thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, got it. I'm like literally scratching the inside of my leg just to wait till you leave right now. So <laughs> I'm going full Mama Carrie. I'm never going that's okay. <laughs> My cat likes you. So that's enough. Um, okay, so um, how should we end it? Um, oh yeah, email us. Yeah, we already email said us. that, but email um, us. Yeah. Do you care what I queer at gmail.com Yep. Tell, tell us, us what's sh- up. Shit. Tell us to shut up. Tell us to shut up. Tell us to. For every twenty shut ups, so I hope to get one like it's all right. You know, like it's <laughs> it's I can palette sure. this. Sure. Um, um. And thank you for listening. Yeah. If um, you did, see so. you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.